He was the presidential candidate who no one expected to win. He spoke in cliches, talked tough on immigration, and gave off-the-cuff speeches that seemed to make very little sense. Warren G. Harding's attempt to win the American presidential election of 1920 was deemed so unlikely to succeed that he became a subject of mockery and scorn in the nation's newspapers. The New York World said that he was one of the least qualified candidates ever to run for president, labelling him a weak and mediocre man. The New York Times' opinion was not much better. It called the Republican presidential candidate a very respectable Ohio politician of the second class. Yet Warren G. Harding had an electrifying appeal, one that was underestimated by his political enemies. He liked to play the outsider, a newcomer to Washington who was prepared to speak the unspeakable, criticising the previous administration for its handling of World War I. He also opposed Wilson's idea of forming the League of Nations. In doing so, he was to electrify America and sweep himself to victory in the 1920 election. It was an extraordinary political turnaround, for no one expected Harding to gain the Republican nomination when he pitched up at the Chicago Convention in 1920. No one, that is, except his close friend and political manager, Harry Doherty. Doherty felt sure that none of the front-runners would carry the nomination on the first ballot, leaving Harding in with a chance. Harding had no political enemies and a clean record. He'd opposed neither prohibition or suffrage. More importantly, he was one of the best-looking politicians in the nation, a sure plus in an election where millions of women would vote for the first time. The party leaders gave Harding the nomination on the 10th ballot, and he set to work promoting a vigorous policy of America first. Absolute control of the United States by the United States, he said. Independence means independence now as in 1776. He also told voters, this country will remain American. Its next president will remain in our country. We decided long ago that we objected to foreign government of our people. Harding was to run what became known as a front porch campaign, making speeches from his home in Marion, Ohio. But he also had a secret weapon. His campaign manager, Will Hayes, had a lot of money at his disposal and spent some $8 million, nearly four times the money available to his Democratic rival, James Cox. The money was spent on Republican advertisements in magazines like Collier's, which demanded, let's be done with wiggle and wobble. Yet wiggle and wobble was a feature of Harding's oratory. The former Treasury Secretary, William McAdoo, described a typical Harding speech as an army of pompous phrases moving over the landscape in search of an idea. Another critic said that Harding's speeches reminds me of a string of wet sponges. It reminds me of tattered washing on the line. It reminds me of stale bean soup, of college yells, of dogs barking idiotically through endless nights. It is so bad that a kind of grandeur creeps into it. It crawls insanely up the topmost pinnacle of tosh. It is rumble and bumble. 
it is bolder and dash. But belatedly in the campaign, the New York Times began to realise that this rank outsider was electrifying the voting public. He said things that no other candidate would dare to say, and in doing so, people could find a reflection of their own indeterminate thoughts. His tactics slowly worked their magic. By election day, November the 2nd, 1920, it seemed clear that Harding would win the presidency. Yet even then, few were prepared for the size of his victory. He received a staggering 60.2% of the popular vote, the highest percentage since the evolution of the two-party system. It was a stunning victory for a man who, at the outset, had not even been expected to win the Republican nomination. If you've been listening and enjoying the show so far, I'd really appreciate if you left a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. We love providing the show to you free of charge, and reviews help more listeners to find our show and know what it's about.